This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will take away the hassle of distributing your podcast. They do it themselves. You can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, your podcast will be there for you to hear. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have three listeners and still get paid to do your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Make your podcast today so the whole world can hear your weird voice. Those of you that listen to this podcast regularly probably noticed that I have taken some time off, which was good, actually. It was, uh, it was really good for my brain to, I don't want to say um, reset, but it was definitely good for my brain to get a break from Portland, I guess from this area and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with Portland it's a fantastic city and I enjoy living here but when you quarantine in one city for I don't know I guess it before we left it was about four months you get fucking stir crazy as those of you out there probably know you get stir crazy really anywhere if you stay there for too long without doing any variation of your daily activities, but quarantine is a special, special circumstance because, hey, it's a fucking pandemic. So, what else are you going to do with your time but quarantine? We, uh, my wife Lindsay and I went to the southern, well, southeastern United States where we are from. Uh, we're both from Tennessee, but Lindsay's mother lives in South Carolina. And honestly, it was just a nice reset, you know? I get tired, I get anxious. I get upset about 
reading the fucking news every day. Some new garbage has popped up. Some new bullshit has happened. Some new something terrible has gone down. And it sucks. I mean, what else are you going to, you know, how else are you going to describe it? It sucks. It sucks being a human right now. I'm sure it sucks being an animal right now, too. Maybe certain animals are feeling the stress as well. You know, maybe birds are flying around just like, I can't take this shit anymore. Maybe cats and dogs are like, this is shitty. Y'all need to get your shit together and go back to work or whatever it is so we can be by ourselves. I don't know. But I do know that it's a shitty time to be a human right now. Um, I'm not really a fan. Can't say that I love the idea of every time I leave my house, the possibility that I get some shitty disease lingering. It's not great. It's not fun. It's not a ideal way to live life. But, you know, I guess that's part and parcel of being a human, you know? Every day you wake up, you could die. Every day you walk outside, you could die. Every time you do anything, you know, it's entirely possible that you just could die. But there's a weird sort of existential doom that comes with a pandemic that I personally don't feel when, you know, uh, there isn't a pandemic. I don't really know how else to describe that. Um, so it was nice. It was nice to get away. It wasn't really a vacation. It was more of, we just wanted to see some family and some close friends. Because, you know, sometimes you need that shit in your life. We went down, saw my mother-in-law. She's as fantastic as usual. Makes everything calm, comforting, just a real, you know, just a comfort beacon, I guess is how you would put it. And that's great. That's great for somebody who suffers from what I suffer from because most of my daily routine, I don't want to say most, but I'd say like 60% of my daily routine is filled with thoughts of something anxious, of course. That's the way fucking panic life goes. But it's nice to feel comfort in a home. I don't know how else to describe it. Not that I don't feel comfort in my own home. I do. I definitely do. But there's a, I don't know, there's a different level of comfort when you can go to like a family member's house not think of the dread enveloping the world and I know this is very privileged to be able to even say this to be able to be able to even feel this it's a huge privilege it's not one that we get to take advantage of often but when we do we take advantage of it and it feels great to recharge 
After that, we visited my mother, visited my brother and sister-in-law and their two sons. And it was just two weeks worth of excellent nothing. I don't know how else to describe it. There were no obligations. There was rarely any talk of pandemic dread, even though it's clearly all around us all the time. But there's plenty of other time to talk and worry about pandemic dread when you're seeing family for the first time in a long time or friends for the first time in a long time. You don't have time to talk about that shit. You just want to talk about nothing like you normally would with your family or friends. And it was fantastic. I love talking about nothing with people. I would so much rather talk about nothing with people than something on one subject with people. I mean, that's not how life is lived. I know that. You do have to sometimes have conversations that have a topic and point, but... Holy shit, 2020 has been nothing but topics and points and opinions and pandemics and shitty presidents and sometimes you just want to talk about nothing. Like it's some kind of episode of Seinfeld that you're living out with your friends, except not as funny probably and there isn't. Well, maybe there is, but there's not as depraved a character hanging around you as George Costanza. Doesn't matter. Talking about nothing with friends and family is necessary in these times. Can't stress that enough. It's obviously a massive privilege, like I said earlier, to be able to talk about nothing. To be able to not think constantly about mortality but I don't really consider this privilege to be obtrusive or harmful and it could entirely be I could be wrong on that front but my god is it refreshing to just not have to think about anything for two weeks we uh, we of course worried about the implications of traveling you know there is a pandemic uh, on top of that I fucking hate flying I hate it I hate it so much um, it's great for the convenience it's great for you know if you want to go over the ocean and see other countries it's wonderful otherwise I do not like it in the least everyone talks about like turbulence is not a big deal I don't care it's still a shaking vibrating metal tube in the sky 30,000 feet in the air and you can't tell me that that shit is not at least a little nerve-wracking. I'm well aware that the pilots always have control 
and they know what they're doing in case of any emergency. I'm well aware of all of this. None of that changes the fact that in my brain, I am going to be on the one flight in history that got hit by a gust of wind strong enough to, uh, you know, blow up the fucking plane or cut it in half. Wind is strong as shit. You know, you don't know anything about how strong wind actually could be. Maybe there is like some sort of rogue wind out there that could take a fucking plane down. I don't care if that sounds ridiculous. That's what goes through my head when flying. Anytime that plane shakes, anytime you hit turbulence, it's so nerve-wracking. And I know I'm not special in that regard because there are plenty of people with fear of flying. But in a panic-stricken brain, that shit is turned way up. And you want to find the nearest exit, except the nearest exit is out of the plane. And, you know, that's not good for anybody. Well... Maybe some people that don't like you would be happy that you jumped out of a plane. But, needless to say, I hate flying. Wow, that was a long tangent to describe how much I hate flying. Uh, but this was actually, you know, this is as good as flying gets for me. Um, the flights we were on were at half capacity. Everyone was wearing masks. We didn't sit close to anybody. I was actually really shocked we didn't sit close to anyone. Uh, the airport's also pretty goddamn empty for airports. Um, you know, obviously you don't know how clean or dirty planes are, but I'm not sticking my tongue on airplane seats on a regular basis without masks, so there was no worry of me doing that this time, especially. I don't really, I can't really say that everyone should travel. I mean, obviously that's how this pandemic spread, but if you have the opportunity to at least, I don't know, take a short trip somewhere and reset your brain and either turn off your phone or or delete the uh, news apps or any social media apps that give you news. Do it, you know? Just do it. Oh God, I hate that I just said just do it. But just fucking do it. It's necessary. It's necessary for anybody. It's not even just necessary for someone like me who has fucking panic disorder or anybody out there with an anxiety disorder it's necessary for all of you goddamn humans to just shut up and shut off and just take it easy for a second shit we're all so fucking angry right now of course we are we should be but damn no movements ever you know were successful because half of the movement had stress heart attacks so I don't know just take some goddamn time off I sound like I'm some sort of self help guru take some time off 
But, you know, take some goddamn time off. Do something else. Don't go to work for a few days. Not that many people can go to work right now, but if you are made to go into work, take some goddamn time off that isn't quarantine-related and just go somewhere for a couple days. Shit. Let your brain rest. Let your body rest. Let, you know, whatever. Let your soul rest. That sounds so stupid and cheesy, but let yourself fucking rest. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Feels great. I love it. I would rest my entire goddamn life if I could. I would also go to bed my entire goddamn life if I really could.